Welcome to Bite Size SEO News, where I find the top three news in digital marketing so you don't have to. Where I make news easy to digest and easy to follow in 10 minutes or less. If you want to read the article, links are posted in the show notes below so you never have to worry about FOMO. My name is Rich and your host. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, episode 36. Coming up. Fresh out of the oven are today's top three news you definitely don't want to miss. Story one, Google page experience update for desktop search. Story two, Microsoft ads launches dynamic descriptions for dynamic search ads. Story three, Google punishes pre-release piracy sites harder in search results. If you're ready, let's get into it. Alright, alright. For our first story for today, this was brought to you by Matt G. Southern of Search Engine Journal. Google's page experience algorithm update for desktop search results is now rolling out slowly, the company confirms. The update is scheduled to finish rolling out by the end of March. Advance notice was given back in November 2021 that the page experience update first rolled out to mobile search results will be applied to desktop search by February 2022. Here it is, right on schedule. There are some key differences between how page experience is applied to mobile compared to desktop. Google's page experience update for desktop search is an extension of the algorithm that launched in mobile search in the summer of 2021. For the most part, page experience on desktop includes the same ranking signals as a mobile update. Mobile friendliness, which is a signal built into page experience for mobile search, will not apply to desktop. What does this update mean for your website? Factors that weren't previously assessed for your website and desktop search results will now be taken into consideration by Google. If your website scores well for these factors on mobile, it's likely it will perform similarly as well on desktop. Given that mobile friendliness isn't a factor for the page experience desktop update, your site could potentially benefit from a ranking boost in desktop search, even if it isn't optimized for mobile, as long as other criteria is met. If your search has separate desktop and mobile URLs, the desktop signal is based on the URLs that desktop users see. Google Search Console has a new report dedicated to evaluating page experience criteria on the desktop versions of web pages. You can utilize this report to get an idea of how your site may be impacted by the update when it finishes rolling out at the end of the next month. The desktop report can be assessed from the Page Experience tab in Search Console directly underneath the mobile search. It looks identical to the mobile report with the exception of the mobile usability section. Be mindful that you shouldn't jump to conclusions regarding the impact of this update until it has finished rolling out at the end of March. If you notice changes in your desktop search rankings between now and the end of March, they may not be directly related to the page experience update. For more information and screenshots and a lot more images, check out Matt's article in the show notes. On to the next story. This one's brought to you by Brooke Osmundson of Search Engine Journal. While Google and Microsoft Ads have many similarities, Microsoft Ads launched a unique feature to their platform. This feature is not available in Google Ads, giving Microsoft a leg up on the competition. On February 22nd, Microsoft Ads announced its Dynamics descriptions for dynamic search ads. In addition to the already present dynamic headlines, 
Advertisers can now choose to serve dynamic descriptions to users. Who is eligible for dynamic descriptions? Microsoft is ruling out dynamic descriptions for dynamic search ads in the following markets immediately. United States, Canada, United Kingdom, France, Germany. Who is ineligible for dynamic descriptions? Any brand or advertiser that is considered to be in a sensitive vertical, such as pharmacy, financial services, etc., will not be eligible for dynamic descriptions. These accounts will remain unaffected by the changes from Microsoft. Dynamic descriptions roll out timeline. While advertisers can choose to utilize these new dynamic descriptions, starting today, Microsoft will make a dynamic descriptions the default option in dynamic search campaigns for everyone starting in April. For advertisers that are wanting to maintain more control of ad copy, there will be an option to opt out of this feature. Microsoft will be emailing advertisers with more information on how to opt out with specific instructions. How do dynamic descriptions work? Similar to dynamic headlines and dynamic search ads, Microsoft ads will generate descriptions automatically that is geared towards highest relevancy to each user. There will be a new descriptions column as part of the dynamic search ads search terms report. Why should advertisers pay attention? This change to dynamic search campaigns is another nod towards automation. As the complexity of campaigns increases, the goal is to take some of the day-to-day -day management away from advertisers. With every change to automation and ads, there is some degree of performance volatility as the algorithms learn user behavior. Advertisers who will be affected by this change will want to keep a close eye on changes in the performance such as CTR, search terms, and conversion volume. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Brooke's article in the show notes. On to our final story of the day. This one's brought to you by Ernesto Van der Sar of Torrent Freak. Google's voluntary anti-piracy measures have gradually expanded over the years, resulting in some unique responses. When Google removes an allegedly copyright infringing URL from its search engine, it will disable ads on this URL as well. In addition, the search engine has added a still in theaters pre-release tag for DMCA notices, so reported sites can be punished more severely. Roughly 25 years ago, Google started its business as a simple and straightforward search engine. The startup swiftly captured a dominant market share and branched out into other businesses, including online advertising and video streaming. Google is a leading player in all of these markets today. This brings in a yearly revenues of hundreds of billions of dollars, an amount that continues to go up at a rapid pace. At the same time, however, complaints from the copyright holders have grown as well. To deal with these complaints, Google's parent company Alphabet has implemented a wide variety of complementary anti-piracy measures. An overview of these technologies was shared with the U.S. Copyright Office recently which reveals some things we weren't aware of. The submission PDF is part of the Copyright Office's inquiry into technological copyright protection measures, which could be used as input for a new and improved version of the DMCA law. According to Google, there is no need for new legislation. The company points out that it's already taking extensive voluntary measures to curb piracy and promote a healthy internet. Punishing pre-release piracy searches. 
This arsenal of anti-piracy measures includes the demotion of pirate sites and search results. Google started doing this 10 years ago. It basically means that if Google receives a high number of takedown requests for a particular domain name, other results from the same site are downranked as well. This system has been optimized over the years. For example, Google can now detect if a site switches to a new domain name so that the demotion signals are carried over. One DMCA takedown feature that's new to us is that rights holders can now indicate if the reported content is unreleased or still in theater. When that's the case, Google can take even stricter measures. We assume that this pre-release flag will result in a stricter downranking punishment, but Google doesn't provide any further details on that. DMCA demonetization. Another search-related measure that's new to us involves Google's advertising business. When the company receives a takedown notice for an infringing URL in its search engine, the response doesn't stop. If the reported site has any Google ads, these will automatically be disabled in conjunction. At the same time, searches where the reported URL appeared will be stripped down from ads as well. It's interesting to see how a takedown notice targeted at search results automatically affects another Google product. It certainly amplifies the punishment, but it also results in a more collateral damage for wrongly identified URLs. At the same time, we consider where this integration stops. Could the next step be to block these URLs in the Chrome browser as well? Fingerprinting and hash matching. The overview shared by Google also indicates other widely known anti-piracy technologies such as YouTube's Content ID. This system processes 4 million claims per day and handles 98% of all copyright issues on the video platform. Automated recognition tools are not exclusive to YouTube, however, Google Drive also uses hash matching to prevent content that was previously reported as copyright infringing from being publicly shared. This hash matching, which also takes place on YouTube, ensures that infringing content stays down, or at least out of public view. This technology isn't perfect. The hash filter recently flagged text files containing only a 0 or a 1 as copyright infringement, and appears that macOS DS store files are erroneously being flagged as well. It's safe to say that Google finds itself in a difficult position the company has to find a balance between helping rights holders and keeping its customers happy. Most people don't mind that infringing content is removed as long as it's done without collateral damage. And based on recent experience, that's easier said than done. The public's aversion to automated takedown tools was also apparent in the Copyright Office's consultation. This triggered thousands of responses from the public, with many taking a critical position in respect of upload filters and similar technologies. If you'd like to get some more information, make sure to check out Ernesto's article in the show notes. That's it for today's show. We've made it to the end. You're good to go and ready for the day. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate the show so it helps spread the news and I can continue doing what I do best, which is providing you the latest SEO news you just cannot miss. Serve tapas style, making it easy on the stomach and on the go. Once again, I'm your host, Rich Ong, and I'll see you on the flip side.